0: Let's face it, these are strange days. Millions of people are still not back to work full-time, and those that are will be playing financial catch-up for months or years. On top of that, grocery prices are climbing. Whether you lost your job due to the pandemic, you're retired and living on a fixed income, or you're just trying to save some money, I want to help. So today, I'm going to share with you my 7 tips for eating on a budget. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5. Let's get to it. Okay, We're going to do this in reverse order. So number seven, keep an inventory of your kitchen. Knowing what you do and don't have in your kitchen is an essential key to understanding what you should and shouldn't buy. You don't have to be a tyrant about this, but you should, at the very least, go through your kitchen entirely before you go to the grocery store. It helps if you have some inventory sheets made up. Um, and I have some on the website you can download chefsnotes.com forward slash 7 tips 4 eating on budget to shorten these names. Um, and I'll show you the link in the description. A useful inventory sheet breaks your kitchen into sections like fridge, cupboard, and so on. Ideally, you have on the sheet everyday things you have on hand like milk, bread, salt, pepper, etc. With that sheet in hand, you take 10 minutes and go through your kitchen seeing what you have what you're low on, and what you don't have. You build your shopping list off of that inventory sheet and your meal plan, which we'll cover in a minute. Keeping inventory of your kitchen does not have to take a lot of time and does not have to be complicated. The benefits of doing this greatly outweigh any annoyance and inconvenience. Number six, shop the flyers. If you live in or near a town or city, there's a good chance that there are at least two grocery stores within a few minutes of each other. Most people will go to one store or the other. But I think it's better to go to both. Use the flyers to help make your meal plan. Then go to one store for the things they have on sale that you want and go to the other store for the things they have on sale. The more you do this, the more you'll get a feel for the slight differences in the prices of everyday items between the stores. You would think that pasta would be the same price at two grocery stores uh, that are within a few blocks of each other. But that isn't always the case. Number five, meal plan. Meal planning is the most critical thing that you can do to eat on a budget. Use the flyers and your kitchen inventory to build a meal plan for the week. This will only take a few minutes. Then stick to it. Include all three meals of the day plus snacks. Be honest with yourself when planning your meals and your snacks. Write down what you're what you are really going to eat. What are you what um, what you're going to snack on, and work snacks into your budget. If you try and cheat, you will end up going to the corner store for some treats and blow your budget. Uh, and again, there's a printable meal planning template that you can find on the website plan your grocery store trips nowadays a lot of grocery stores let you shop online i prefer to pick out my fruits vegetables and meats so i don't use the shopping feature in the same way that most people do i use it to plan out my trip to the grocery store and to help build my budget the online shopping section of your local grocery store's website will show you what things cost so you can know what you're spending what you're going to spend before you go You can also use the online shopping section of the store's website to help cost out and budget your meal plan. Buy in bulk when it makes sense. Number three, buying in bulk is a great way to save money sometimes. It is also a great way to spend a lot more money than necessary. For example, if you like white rice, it's great to buy in bulk. It will last for a very long time. Brown rice, however, has a much shorter shelf life than white rice. So unless you plan on eating brown rice for every meal for the next two months, it probably isn't a great idea to buy 20 kilograms at a time. It's 40 pounds. Check your math. When buying in bulk, it buying in bulk is also important to make sure that the math makes sense. It doesn't always. The easiest way to break the numbers down is to divide the unit size by the cost. If 20 kgs or 40 pounds of rice costs $50, then each kilo or each two pounds costs two, $2.50. The average suggested portion of dried rice is about nine grams. There are a 1,000 kilograms in a kilo, or 1,000 grams in a kilo, so each gram equals about 0.0025 cents, meaning a single portion of rice is about two cents. Compare that to a small 500-gram bag or uh, just over a pound bag of rice that costs $6. That same nine-gram portion now costs 10 cents or five times as much. Think about chocolate for a second. I needed to buy the chocolate the other day. Stored packages of semi-sweet baker's chocolate squares on sale for $2 off per box, but I had to buy more than one to get the deal. Seemed like a good deal at a glance, but was it? Right beside the baker's chocolate, there was a one kilogram bag of semi-sweet chocolate chips, not on sale, that cost $12. On the surface, the baker's chocolate seemed like a better deal, but each package of baker's chocolate was only 225 grams. The total price for two boxes, the minimum number I needed to buy to get that deal would have been around $9. That is fantastic when compared to the regular price of the baker's chocolate, but it is terrible when compared to the bag of chocolate chips. Even with the deal, one kilogram of baker's chocolate would have cost $20. Do I need one kilogram of chocolate at the moment? No. Will I use it before it expires? Yes, I will. So even though the baker's chocolate was on sale, It made much more sense to buy the bulk bag of chocolate chips despite having to spend more money in the moment. Divide bulk prices over multiple weeks. One vital thing to keep in mind when buying in bulk is that the price of the bulk item needs to be, excuse me, extrapolated over multiple grocery budget weeks. Excuse me again. Looking back at the chocolate for a second, I did not need one kilogram of chocolate for what I was cooking. Even though the baker's chocolate was more expensive per gram, it would have cost me less money to buy one package rather than the chocolate chips. But because I will be using chocolate again soon, it made more sense to buy the more expensive item. So let's say I use 250 grams or one quarter of the chocolate chips for what I was making. The price I would subtract from my grocery budget would be one quarter of the total cost of the chocolate chips, not the total cost. That means that even though I spent $12 on the chocolate, only $3 came off my grocery budget for that week. But that also means the next time I use the chocolate chips, what uh, whatever I use has to come off that week's budget. In four weeks, if I use another quarter of the bag of chocolate chips, I have to make sure to subtract $3 from that, gro- that week's grocery budget to cover the cost of that chocolate. I know that this may seem complicated, but it is important. So if it's at all unclear, please go back and listen to this again, or go to the blog article and read it through. I find that with budgeting and buying in bulk especially, it is best to think about the larger picture. Focus on the day-to-day, week-to-week, but keep the whole month or year in mind. A big bag of rice is gonna cost you $50 maybe, but it will last you a few months if not longer. Don't beat yourself up too much if you go over budget a little on weeks when you buy bulk items. It'll work out over time as long as you're conscious of it. And I know, that this only works if you have the money to do it. And if you don't, if you're on a very strict income, I fully understand if you can't afford to buy in bulk. I get it. It it sucks. I almost swore. I don't know why I don't swear on here I can, but I don't. It sucks if you're on a fixed income and you can't afford to buy in bulk because really then the system is designed to just keep you down. And I know that's kind of a a, a little rant, but it's true. Have been there. I grew up like that. I understand, and I'm sorry if you're in that position. Um, the best I can say is you know, just do the best you can. You know, buy things on sale when they're on sale and buy as many of them as you can. Number two, buy off-brand. Store brands and off-brand products are often much cheaper than name-brand products. But if you hate off-brand ketchup and are never going to use it. It doesn't make sense to buy it. If there's a name brand that you just have to have, then go for it. But if you can try and buy it when it's on sale, do that. Uh, If it is an item with a long shelf life like ketchup, buy a few at once. As long as you don't buy more than you can use before it spoils, it makes sense. Buy off brand when it makes sense for you. For example, I, um, I pretty much always have a backup thing of mayonnaise and ketchup. I buy one when it's on sale, I use it, and I know it's gonna go on sale again in a few weeks, probably before I use that one up. So then I buy it again when it's on sale, I put that in the cupboard, and then when I run out of the one that's in the fridge, I switch them out, and by then, it's usually on sale again, so I buy another one and put it in the cupboard. So I'm never running out of things, I always have a backup, but I'm also only buying things when they're on sale. Number one, this is by far the absolute most important thing you can do. And again, if you're on a fixed income, this may not be possible, but this is the one thing that you can do that will absolutely save you money. Only shop once a week. A lot of research, time, effort, and money has gone into designing your grocery store experience. The goal of those efforts is to get you to spend as much money as you can one thing I've noticed over the years is that the more time I spend in the grocery store, the more money I spend. That is not an accident. There is always something small that you see um, that you treat yourself to or something that you never thought you needed or wanted until you saw it. Those things all add up very quickly. It may only be four or five dollars here or there, but when added up over the year, it becomes quite a bit of money. To make sure that you stick to your budget, only go to the grocery store once a week plan it out make a detailed list and stick to it i also find that it helps to have your shopping list written in the order of how you go through the store you know that you'll be going through fruits and vegetables first then bakery then meat Uh, when you make your list have all the fruits and vegetables at the top then the bakery stuff then the meat and so on your goal should be to get everything you need in as little time as possible the less backtracking through the store you have to do the better I know that things are tough all over. Um, you know here in Canada, we are not immune to the COVID restrictions and everything. Um, we feel it just as much as everybody else. And so I know that a lot of you are listening to this and saying, "Well, that's fantastic, but I don't have, you know, fifty dollars or forty dollars to spend on a big bag of rice. I understand. Um, but do the best you can. Because especially in grocery prices, I don't know about in the U.S., but Canada, they're slated to go up quite a bit this year. They're expecting the average Canadian is going to spend an additional $700 this year on groceries. So it's more important than ever to make sure that you're being frugal and that you're stretching your grocery dollar because they're going to keep taking it from you. Um, So I hope this helped in some way. And if you have some tips that I didn't mention, I'd love to hear them. You can hit me up on facebook instagram or twitter at chef ben kelly um, you can even email me at chef at gmail.com uh, and again i'll leave the link to this article the written version of this article um, in the description of this video so you can go check that out and kind of read through the tips a little more clearly or just listen to this episode again if you want to clarify things thank you so much for listening again i'm chef ben kelly and this is food in five i'll talk to you soon have a good one everybody